Radio. Long-time listeners of the show know that most of our employees are unpaid sex interns. It's true. They are sex interns, and they work long hours for us, and it's an unpaid position. The good news is that they get a ton of experience and no college credit. It's amazing we haven't gotten sued. Yeah. Anyway, if you wish that we had more money to keep running the show and you're concerned about the well-being of our sex interns, you can PayPal us at mouthtime at reductress.com. The fact is, it takes resources to run the show, like wood and whale oil. Yeah, whale oil. Like... We promise to say we're using the money to compensate our sex turns, and then we'll definitely use it to keep delivering amazing content to you instead. Because we care about you. Yeah. So PayPal us at mouthtime at reductress.com. Thanks. Open wide, it's mouth time with Reductress. I'm Quinn. And I'm Deb. And we're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about it's salad dressing week, where we dress to impress our salads. It's June. Should we finally get a summer house? Learn how to roast a chicken to make him park his dick for life. And we have a very special guest this episode comedian Naomi Ekparagan. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and cute little doggies. They're so little. They're little. And they're very dog. And they're cute. Hmm. So this has actually been kind of like a stressful day in the office because really we've rough. been wondering, should, should we, we get, get a summer house? house? I actually can't live in my current apartment over the summer because the factory turn loft gets super haunted due to all the tragic factory deaths of yore. Oh, yikes. It would actually be dope if it wasn't so spooky. Totes. And I actually really can't live in my current apartment either because Gwen is moving back into my building. Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, I like live in her building and every summer she just pays everyone to leave. Oh. But we all get like really cool gift baskets and sometimes I just like hop right into the basket and take a nap. That's basically a summer home. You know what? That's a good point. The real point is like you never know. Like you might need a summer at home to keep yourself in like your body like you go there to enjoy it. But also these huge summer things that we acquire for the hot weather right. that you can't fit anywhere else. Totally. Totally. Like those big floppy summer hats. Yeah. And in our summer wicker couch. Or our summer boyfriend. Or our big summer dogs that we just let free in the fall. Woof woof. The point is we just need to get out of the city. Yeah. So if anyone has any leads in the Hamptons or Fire Island or Staten Island or like Rikers Island. Or if anyone like knows of any nice baskets I can curl up in. Just any leads on islands or baskets. Islands you can, or baskets. I, either, honestly, we're not picky. We're not difficult. No, we're easy. We're really we're like, easy. We're just everyone, asking for a second place to stay during one season of the year. Hello. Yeah. Like I need to be in a different walls. Yeah. So if you have any leads, just email us or throw rocks at our office or something. Oh, you know, one other thing that people are doing is they're getting summer homes down the street from their regular homes, which is like, duh, why didn't I think of that? It's more like, why didn't I think of that? You know, like walking to the end of my block is like being in another country. Why do I need to go all the way to a place with water and open space? Yes. Last summer, actually, I did summer in Midtown East and it was such a change in pace from the hustle and bustle of Midtown East. I summered in my downstairs neighbor's apartment and it was like, finally, I can breathe. 
breathe. That is so convenient. Yeah, he was dead, so it was super chill until he started to liquefy. Oh, cool. Anyway, if you think that we should get a summer house, vote in the poll on our Twitter at It's Mouth Time. If enough people tell us what to do, we might be shamed into doing it. Yeah, like um, not having a tattoo. Yeah, like you could totally shame Div into just shaving off the parts of her skin that have tats. I'll do it. Yeah. I do it on accident all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I actually, it sucks. Like, I really need to get out of the city this summer because like last summer I tripped over this orphan who was like crouching in on like the top of my stairs because he was like, oh, no, I don't want to burn to death. And it was like, now I have a scar on my face. What? Where was the fire? In the factory. The factory is actually made out of brick, but all the children were very flammable back then because they were dehydrated. Okay, it was a child ghost. I'm totally with you. OMG, this is totally our favorite part of the show, which is our theme, which is Salad Dressing Week. This is the nationally recognized holiday week that honors and acknowledges salad dressings. Maybe you love salad dressings. Maybe you don't even know what they are. But we can all agree that salad dressings exist, and we must use this federally designated week to share thoughts about salad dressings. Or else. Quinn, how does salad dressing make you feel? Oh my God, that's like asking me who my favorite Jonas brother is. Uh, isn't there only like three? Exactly. There are so many dressings out there. It's hard to make some kind of blanket statement about all of the dressings, except maybe that like salad dressing covers up all of the pain and suffering and makes it taste sweet and smoky, but with none of the calories. That actually is a pretty good example of a blanket statement. Thanks. So to celebrate salad dressing week, everyone's brought in their favorite salad dressings and we're just putting them like right next to our salads because duh, number one rule is dressing, dressing on, on the side. side. Like, come on, get with it. Yeah. Yeah, hello. It's what, the 90s. Yeah, Dress it by like keeping it in the salad closet next to the salad. Yeah, it doesn't hurt it. No, it doesn't hurt. That's the biggest thing I want people to know about salad oh dressing God. is that it can't feel pain. It can't feel pain. So I brought in ranch dressing and I just want to say that ranch dressing is basically my personal brand. That sounds so cool. I've actually never tried putting it on the side of my salad. Yeah, I'm trying to like rebrand ranch because like everyone's like oh it's like middle america like you know you go to the south and they have ranch with dip a carrot in it yeah exactly or like a a, you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. but for me it's like maybe ranch is like very punk because it's like yeah you know it's like it's of the people but it's not for the people because it's killing them but it's like you know what we all are on fire so why not dance 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 with the dying of the light you know yeah Totally. So you should really try ranch dressing. It's basically like viscous semen you can put on uh, hot wings. Wow. Actually, I prefer something a little more colorful, like chirped, like Mexican tray caloris dressing, because I love to go to my favorite salad restaurant, Ugh, chirped. I'm obsessed with chirped curd. I love chirped and chirped. I'm like addicted. I love her. I like literally if I don't have my trip to car, I get like so cray. She gets so cray. I get so cray. The other day I left my like reusable tripped salad cylinder at home and I like I had to hump the elevator. You had to hump the elevator? I had to hump the elevator. So Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do when you leave your trip at home? It's like, uh, hello. But you know what I like about the salads there? They don't just throw everything in that they chirp it first. Yeah, exactly. It's like where they chop it and then they like sneeze a little bit and then they shake it and it's really good yeah anyway their tray caloris dressing is so so tasty and it looks great next to my salad because i have to eat my salad with no dressing yeah of course honestly like i just i just want to say like i love dripped cur and i don't know why because like i don't know what they do to their salads that's different besides like the sneeze thing but like they taste amazing well they drip them 
Right. Um, and, but the thing is, like, the thing about salad dressing is that, like, once you eat it, it's in your body and you can start all over. Uh-huh. So, like, you don't have to just always have the same ranch. Oh, my gosh. No. You could have, and, like, you don't always have to have the same, like, Mexican, like, whatever. You shouldn't. No. Yeah. I make a, a dressing that's, like, it's sort of, like, lettuce and carrots and tomatoes. And I, I like, pulse it in my Nutribullet. And then I pour that on top of my salad. I love that. usually, I like, lettuce that. and carrots and tomatoes. I, like, love a dressing that's just, like, a squeeze of one slice of lemon. Wow. But you put it on the side. Of course. Right. Where else would you put it? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Sometimes I get like a, like melted cheese, like in a, like a thimble. Oh, and I yeah. get like a bunch of those, like 10 or 15. Yeah. Stock up those thims. Yeah. And it's like, they don't, they can't come out of the thimble, but I can lick the greasy top of them while I eat my salad. And like, that's really good. Yeah. Well, as long as you're not putting it directly on the salad, I think that's the right way to use a dressing. Of course not. It goes on the side. It goes you on the side. You cannot put it on it the salad the or I will kill uh, well, you. Kill you. The elevator. And dressing on a salad. salad. I love it. I love it. Anyway, you should tell us what your favorite salad dressing is. And we might share your faves later in the show. Even though this was recorded two weeks ago. Just trust us. Yeah, trust us for like one second. We'll put it on the side. Yeah. And now it's time for a segment, the favorite one. The favorite is. And it's called The, the Mouthwash. Wash. And this is where we take the latest reductress headlines and put them in our Vitamix and feed them to the homeless. So this week we're reading Roast a Chicken to Make Him Park His Dick for Life by Chrissy Grubel. This is exactly what my mom told me to do when I was a little girl. And it is what her mother told her, too. So it's really like a family heirloom wow. of an idea expressed in a reductress article. And not just the chicken part, like the dick, like specifically dick. Dick parking? and everything. Yeah. Parking it. Park it. I do a thing where it's like I um, I like I just want to find a guy who will like get down on his knee. Uh-huh. So I just like put my hands over my mouth like, you know what? girls cupping their like nose and mouth when they're getting proposed to so i i teach a workshop that's like cover your nose and mouth with your hands to make him park his dick i like have been taking more of like a food-based approach Mm -hmm. where it's like i'm really working on like some recipes to give to a caterer for them to bake a cake that i then pretend to have made for chab that will make him park his dick for life oh i love that yeah i know i love it too it's also really great because i never have to step in a kitchen it's hot in there it's so hot and you're so small you yeah. know you can't afford to lose precious water I'm not gonna be knocked over by fume are you kidding me God, I do not want a repeat of Dartle's bridal shower that was oh awful God, Dartle's bridal shower was so tough you there were too fell. many fumes in there and that was the, the mouthwash So we got a note from one of our listeners on this pre-recorded live podcast and Hannah wanted to share her favorite salad dressing with us. That is so brave of her. I would be so embarrassed to have a last name like that. She didn't share her last name. Yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. Weird. So Hannah's favorite salad dressing is Armenian Jesus. Oh. It's got roasted red peppers, olive oil, and avocado, and it's actually available at I love I could eat there literally every meal for the rest of my life, which is probably like, oh my, like 10 meals tops. You think you're going to live to 90? I don't know. Anyway, thanks so much for sharing, Hannah. And maybe think about getting a last name. Yeah, you're weird. Sorry. Put down the salad, pick up a surname. Okay, Quinn. Literally. What? My favorite word is boat. 
Also, we have one of our favorite people on the show today. She is a writer on Broad City, and she makes us pee for a bunch of reasons. Give it up for Naomi Ekparagin. Yay! Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Quinn and Div. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We're huge fans of yours. We love comedy. We love um, laughing. We like pressing our bodies so sound comes out. It's so weird because like I'm just a little different than other girls and I I love to laugh. Yeah. It's like my thing, but I do love it. And then my thing is more like I just like goofing around. You're a, you really? are you're yeah. a chucklemeister. Yeah, That's like what you are. I do this. I like to play play pranks on my friends, where it's like I like chain myself to a national monument, and mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> April Fools. Right, right. But then I go to jail. So, Amy, you're like super accomplished. But one thing that you do is you write for Broad City, which is our favorite reality show that we are also (laughs) suing because um though we haven't seen it we've heard that there are two girls on it yeah and wherever there are two girls we assume that it's um plagiarizing our life so it's a great reality show but we are suing it um i would actually advise against that unless you just have uh, money to burn because you know two white girls you know that's a that's a friendship as old as time so it you is. can't really be coming up in here saying Broad City took the idea of right, but two. We but like friends. name like name like two white friends in the Bible. That's that's All, as everyone old. in the Bible. No, everybody. Like yeah, I mean I like who? Who? Oh no, Brittany Delhi. Is Delhi Brittany and Delhi from the Bible? They're friends. They're that's friends. Right. Okay, so that's fine. A, okay, fine. We'll drop the suit that we did not bring because we don't like lawyers. Um, <laughs> we don't trust like, them. When you're writing, do you like think about it and then write it out, or do you like black out and just let your fingers do what they do, or do you like are you like a medium where like or you're do just, you like, dictate to a dog who yeah. then who then barks to a dog whisperer who then records it for you? Wow, you know that's a lot of people on payroll, so I definitely don't do it that way. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, cable. Okay. It's a okay. lot of people you got to keep being yeah. paid you know you got to pay the dog you mm-hmm. got to pay the whisperer yeah then you got to pay the person typing yeah that's too much it's too much that's three people yeah the writer's guild doesn't cover that you know um, sure, sure. so mm-hmm. what i do is more just um talk things out you know you're in a room with a bunch of funny smart people mm. and you're talking about ideas you're batting it back and forth you know you're vibing you're feeling each other okay can we like try that here because i have a bunch of funny ideas okay do you oh. want to try it? i just want to see how it works dev has weird she's weird she's I got like, weird ideas I'm really weird like i could do comedy but i'm i don't want to so yeah. it's so i don't okay so here's a funny idea i have okay, okay. open my journal okay um Everything dies, even small things. That's something that occurred to me. Like, I didn't realize that ants die. I thought it was just the same ants forever because they're like hard. So it's like, how do they die? That's funny. So now we bat it around. Okay. What's um, like well, funny okay, about that? Well, that's, that's actually the thing. You know, it, you need a strong premise to begin with. And so I don't um, make premises, I keep them. You're talking about promises. Oh, sorry. You're talking about promises. No, that's where I went to rehab the third time. Okay. I've got like. Third? Mm-hmm. Third time's a charm. I worked there for three days. Okay, so this is this is one of my like funny ideas. Um, okay, so you're riding a horse mm-hmm. and you win the race. That's not a funny idea. That's just something you do. Okay, well, sorry, it was a little bit of a brag, but what if it was like a movie? Oh, that would be think so it funny. Would be too long. It would be. No, I, I, I mean, I think most horse movies are too long. 
there's several horse related movies you know out there yeah and they're usually very very long well i've got to sue those too if those are about horses and that's about nimbles and that won't do so I, a lot of girls are like trying to ask themselves like am i more of an abby or an alana <laughs> um and i think that i'm more of like an abby because i like i um punched through a window in a blackout and my arm bled so much and I had to go to the hospital and they were like you can't be here and I think wait I'm more of an Alana because like statistically I'm I'm smaller than a dog yeah sweet wait Are and you, do you know what statistically means yeah like statistically sometimes. I'm so excited you like, know what statistically I could eat a cow right now yeah like like statistically, I'm not Russian per se, but I would love to visit there. Same. What do you think? Let's bat it around. This is bat the room. It. You know what? Um, this one this is like tricky. This is real tricky, you know, because kind of the things we're talking about um, don't exactly like make sense. I don't think if you, if, I don't think if you had a viewer, you know, they would really understand. You, you know, what are we talking about here? What? Is interesting what do we want people to get none of it's clear yeah and you can't uh, really start from that place of okay. confusion so what, like what's one of your favorite ideas you've come up with that's like quote unquote clear <laughs> yeah like what do you mean by like i just quote, don't know what a clear unquote, idea unquote, is like, what is that well for instance i went to yale she went there for college mm-hmm. did you say college yeah college college well university yeah university Cool, cool. I didn't realize you guys were English. Um, that's pretty cool. What? What? Okay. So, an example of a clear idea would be, uh, you know, for instance, um, Broad City, season two episode, let's Airbnb our apartments for money. Oh, that makes oh, sense. I love yeah. that idea. That's a And then idea. what happens after that, right? But your baseline is we all know Airbnb. We all know we all, money. We all know money. Yeah. We all know money. We all know, money. We all know apartments. We all know apartments. We all know. Was that your idea? No. Oh, because I was going to say that's like a really good idea. Yeah, they're very smart. Well, I think you're one of them. So you're also like really smart. Don't like sell yourself short. Michael Jordan said that. Did Did he? He probably did at some point. He also said steakhouse. He did. Oh, I mean, he's definitely used words. Yeah. He's he's definitely said, have a nice day. He's definitely said, oops. He's definitely said, Listen, it's not easy, but I'll, I'll clean it up. He's definitely said, oh, sorry, wrong number. Oh, my God. I think I've heard him say that. Yeah, you call him a lot. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a huge fan. If you had to prank call a basketball player of the mid-90s, who would it be and why? Me? I don't know any basketball players. That's cool. That's good. So, that's like a good power move. That's like, like a fun, like, clear I'm idea. I'm not going to just... <laughs> We all don't know basketball. Right. And so, and then we, what if we had to go to basketball and pretend we, we knew? To go to basketball. What would happen? We'd have to go to basketball. That's good. Is it professional basketball? Is it children's basketball? Ooh. What if we have to play? Think about all the places <gasps> this could go. You're now, right. that's television. Do you see what I just did there? Yeah, that was amazing. I did. Yeah. I did see a television in my head when you were saying all yeah. of that. But that's partially because of the metal plate that I put in myself. Um, so like basically you have a Jewish fiance. Yes. Um, and we love that. You like tell lots of jokes and stories about that. It's like very yeah. on trend for spring. We're loving it. Um, but the thing is we actually never met a Jewish person. No. Um, Wait, we, Quinn, you're not Jewish. 
Um, no. Wow. But you're wow. from the upper. She's Anglo-Protestant and like really are into horses. She's Anglican. I'm like, I'm like really Anglican. I'm still actually part of like the English Anglican church. It's just like, um, I, I, I just like to like visit there and just go to a service. Yeah. Statistically, she's a bishop. That's true. Again, I don't think you're using that word correctly, but Quinn, where are you from originally? Oh, my mom. Okay. What, what city did you grow up in? Quinn? I just like visit it all over. I love my apartment. So you have a Jewish fiance and we love that. We've never met a Jew ish person. Um, and, but the only thing is we actually love the Jewish culture because we've seen Lord of the Rings. We love that movie. We love it so much. So like, how does what? that like infect your home life? Um, well, I definitely take issue with the use of the word infect. The connotation there is pretty negative. Um, oh, I love being sick. That's true. I would I would agree with Naomi because I hate being sick because it makes me worried that I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Definitely. But, but but I guess my my question is like how does it like ruin your home life? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't think it ruins my home life at all. Um Huh. I am, you know, part of a multi-culty taupe beige revolution. You know, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. We're all going to be taupe soon. I love that. I love and it. So, you know, it's going to start with it's going to start with my children. You know, it's going to chart with my chocolate macaroons. Beautiful. <laughs> what what was one of did you have like any type of culture shock of uh of going into a Jewish family because, you know, there can be a there can be a strong strong uh love for between from of mothers for their sons yes you know it's very you know i grew up you know i went to a predominantly jewish uh, middle school and high school so i was i knew about jewish culture however my fiance is from this rare breed of pennsylvania waspy jew Ah. so like no one's telling each other what they should be doing oh like very proper very very it's i think it's like i think it's like that you know that dutch mennonite atmosphere in pennsylvania Uh into the whole whole state so they just do it wrong so like instead of matzo ball soup they have like soups of all mats sure div yeah if you could what's like the first words you'll tell your taupe baby like obviously its first word will be like Gorgonzola, but like, what are your first Just words? Just because that baby was your first be? word doesn't mean that's going to be Naomi's baby's first. I was word. fourteen. It's not a big deal. You didn't what have it? your first word till you were fourteen. Yeah, I was on a, a silent strike. Then look at her now. Look at me now. I'm topless because <laughs> I'm wearing pants as a shirt. That's oh, classic, yeah. Okay. Literally, okay, really. statistically. So like, yeah, like, how do you want to raise your beige, like, taupe babies? I mean, listen, I'm probably not going to have them. But if okay. my career goes south and I decide I need to invest in something, mm-hmm. I'll make yeah. a couple. In which case, you know, they're going to be genetically superior. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're going to be very creative. Yeah. They're going to be, I'm going to make sure they have practical skills. I want them to know how to put together Ikea furniture, if Ikea still exists. I oh, want them well. to learn how to start a fire. I mean, I want them to be prepared for the zombie apocalypse the way their mother never was. Yeah, because you are. Brave. That's something that people don't know about Naomi Perrigan, um, is that like she's going to die in a zombie apocalypse. Biggest fear. Yeah. Biggest fear. 
Do you think you'd fight it or do you think you'd be like, I'm taking a cyanide capsule? Fuck this. I think I might take a cyanide capsule. I don't have it in me. I have no skills. What can I do? What am I going to do? Hey, okay, guys, just bring write a about clear this. premise. Yeah. yeah. And then you just you bat the ideas around. Is that going to put food on the table? Maybe if the, the idea table we is... made out of a tree stump. Wow. I didn't even know we were sitting at a tree stump. Maybe if the idea was like, let's get some food on the table. Yeah. Yeah, but it's about execution, you know? It's about okay. getting it done as well as executing actual people. That's, That's true. That's what you need to do in the zombie apocalypse. Honestly, like, all I want in this life is in is me and my guillotine. That's how I feel. I know, I know. Now, now what's planning a wedding like? I'm going to plan on doing it as soon as I tell my boyfriend, Chab, yes. Chab? Chab. Yeah. He proposes to her, like, a Constantly. couple of times a day. And I'm just like, slow your roll. How long have you been seeing Chab? Like for our years. All right. Um, well, I would say, you know, Quinn, I mean, you come from a wealthy family, so it might be easy for you to plan that wedding, you know? I don't know. Do you have an idea of your wedding? See, I was not someone who had an idea of what oh, the wedding okay. would really be. Yeah. Could you like, so you never like daydreamed of yourself in a designer dress or anything? No, I didn't. Cool. You know, because even in my, like, I, I'm like, what would a thinner version of me who could fit into a dress look like? Don't know it. Don't get it. So I can't really take yeah. that, take that imaginative journey. No. So you're going to wear like a business suit. I mean, maybe a belted potato sack. Oh. Okay. That is like, that sounds really like couture. It sounds really chic. It's good to have hives. Like that's a big summer wedding trend this year. Yeah. Or when is your wedding though? I don't know. When should it that's be? Good. Um, I think it you should depends. do it on December twenty fifth. Oh my god, that Christmas? date is Christmas. What? You can't get a venue on Christmas. What's that? Christmas. You know, it's the day where you go hoo hoo ha ha ha. Oh, hoo hoo ha ha day. Yeah. Oh my god, I love hoo ha day. Just like hot cocoa and so and how presents. so when did you get engaged? A long time ago. That's so That's cool. <laughs> we love it. How we does love it, it feel to be like you know on the wrong side of history? In what way? How so? Because like you're supposed to get engaged after dating for two years, and then you're supposed to be engaged for exactly one year to the minute, and then you get married, and then you. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I'm not really on the wrong side of history as much as I am a. I'm yes. not playing by the rules. You're I'm a rogue. Statistically, your you're not is, playing by the rules. Yeah, your history is wrong. My that personal right. history. Yeah, I see what you're That's saying. What I, meant. I mean, I don't know why that was so confusing. Maybe I've got a metal plate in my head. <laughs> oh, that's good. You could twins. I'll do it for cheap. You have no medical training, and I don't really see the benefit of it. It was okay, a joke. Thank you. So you, so you, you're just like, why rush it? Like, you've got a lot of stuff going on, and you're just like, why would I like? Also, on top of all my career stuff, like plan this big old wedding. I also just don't know how to plan it. I need to get like six Etsy homegirls to come. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. I need some Etsy bitches. Some girls who can like look at a room and be like, yes, we're going to take this curtain, turn it into a bed. Take this chair, turn it into a table. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah. Like cycling. Yes. I need those type of people in my life That's to really good. make it work on a bougie. That's budget. Oh, a bougie wow. bougie. I love that. Yeah. Um, so not a lot of people know this, but it's true that you're cool. And also you have a half hour special coming up on Comedy Central soon called Comedy Central Presents Naomi Paragon. It's going to happen. Are you so excited? How was it filming it? Did you talk? And how do you stand for a half hour? Because I need a nap like every other minute. Otherwise I die. 
wow you i mean maybe you should get some more iron that could be the culprit there but yeah i don't know how that would affect the middle um anyway but i um it was a it was a really great time it was in new orleans oh i you know, love it's a truly lawless place but the yeah. audiences were very warm um what made you why did you choose to do it in new orleans i didn't choose comedy central chose oh we all wow. had to go down there how did you make them choose it i had no say whatsoever is it true you can eat a live alligator there and no one will say don't i i don't know okay i don't know well, you gotta go back you should try it maybe you should go honestly i would but i'm not allowed in but so. south of the mason dixon you're not allowed yeah just in general i declared war on the confederate states of america um i mailed it to myself which makes it official and uh, makes me a traitor technically you're just you're like you're preemptively not going to go down there because you might they might find out i usually get banned from places that's so true and also like there's so many ghosts there it's like i can't i can't communicate for that many spirits like it's my vacation are you a medium i'm more like a it depends like like um more like a psychic honestly just like a big bad bitch is what i prefer to say um must be tough to put on a business card (laughs) okay no you know it doesn't have it's not she has a huge business card it's really big business card massive Um, okay so you in addition to your special which is like so cool you write for broad city you you've also written for difficult people season one okay so those are two shows that take place in new york so like are you just obsessed with it or something yeah like what's your are you like obsessed with new york are you obsessed with new york no i definitely wouldn't consider myself obsessed i am born and raised in new york Mm. you know so it's a home i'm comfortable you know what i mean yeah what's it like working with broadway legend bernadette peters i would not know she isn't like her show no no you're thinking of another um dynamic redhead julie klausner oh there's more than one there's several dynamic redheads wow. out out there in this biz in the world you now know? that's a clear idea i that can visualize one. more multiple, than one redhead. and it's like what would happen if the redheads had to fight each other hello someone's writing a little screenplay i can't the pencil's too heavy i love that that would be like the hunger games but they'd have to do it inside totally. because they're so fair they're very fair right no son do you find that julie klausner is fair in skin and fair in her uh principles and also fair and balanced just in her nutrition just in her nutrition you know what i don't know much about her nutrition at all um I know she is very creamy, complected, you know? Yeah. Very creamy. Um, that's all I can say to you. She's that's creamy. Great. She's creamy and dreamy. She's really cool. She reminds me of like the time that I had like a little bit of a headache, but then it went away and I was like, oh, yes. So she reminds you of relief. Yeah. A feeling of sweet relief. A hundred percent. Wonderful. I've got a question for you, Naomi. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're, you're smart. Thank you. Which is Quinn. more of a statement than a question, but the follow-up question is, like, what's one of your like favorite feminist books you read and why should we bring it to our no books book club? What's a no book book club? Oh, that's where we get together like for book club, but we don't assign a book, no one has read it, and we're not allowed to talk about but, it. But like but like usually a it, a copy of it sits on the coffee table just to remind you like books are out there. Yeah. Okay, so then if you're not, 
I'm sorry, I'm confused. No, it's book club. We just don't have a book. Like we'll get together and have like wine and cheese and like snacks and like I love book club. Maybe dance a little bit. I love book no book book clubs. Well, so that much. sounds like a fun get together, but then you don't a need what? to call it book club. You could just call it Oh, but there's like a book there. We just don't touch it, can't talk about it, don't read it and don't look will. at it. Don't, don't look, look at, at it. it. Don't look at it. Or else it'll turn you to stone, huh? No, just don't look at it. Oh, okay. I mean, it might, We, but I don't want to be the one who finds out. I don't want to think about looking at it. Yeah. So what book would you recommend? Like a good, like feminist, yeah, like, like a, smart, smarty book. Like a big, smart book. A or a small, big, smart book. A small, smart book. I mean, I'll always take some Audre Lorde, you know? Yeah. Sammy, a new smell, spelling of my name, you know? Um, that's short, you know? I think it's digestible. She's a lot to say about white women. Yeah. Where yeah. were those? It's do you okay. Think she can do a cartwheel, and if not, how close is she? How close is she to doing it? Yeah, I don't think she could do a cartwheel. Really? Mm-hmm. I really don't. Okay. I really don't. Brave, brave to say. Cartwheels are feminist. It's like I can touch this earth that my mother made with every part of my hand and feet. That's beautiful. Wow, I'm really smart. Under what conditions, Naomi, would you not vote in an election? Would you just be like, no, thanks. Oh, my God. I would not vote if... I don't know. I mean, I think I would make it happen yeah. regardless, right? Like, that's, you know, you get up and do it or you write it in if you can't make it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's huge. I always vote for myself. You write in your own name. Yeah, because it's like, I don't want to have low self-esteem. I think there are other ways to improve your self-esteem. Yeah, but it's like, put yourself first, you know? Whatever works for you, Div. Um, yeah. A lot of things work for me, including people. Um, wow. So as like a woman in a job force, because you have a job, have you ever leaned in and did it hurt? It always hurts. Yeah. It always yeah. hurts to lean in. I don't know how Cheryl can make it seem so effortless. She's really yeah. open hip. Like her hip joints are just like are you, free of tension. Are you naturally an advocate for yourself or have you had to teach yourself to, to advocate? Oh, I've definitely had to teach myself, you know, and even still it's hard. I, and even still I maybe pick the moments where I'm really ready to do the work of advocating for myself. Yeah. What, um, what was a moment that felt like a struggle and a win in like, in terms of like advocating for yourself and also, how do you feel about um, like a teal eyeliner under like on the waterline on the bottom? Yeah, I would love to hear answers to both questions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, two wildly different questions. I'm not even quite sure well, where to of. begin. Um, kind of the same question. Yeah. Um, when have I ever felt? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Every day. Every day that I take a shower and dress myself and face the world it's yeah. a pretty big deal because yeah. my my you know default setting is to lay down with my cat children mm-hmm. oh that's so good and so if i get up and show up and look another human being in the eye i've done it today what kind of advice would you give to people who have trouble doing that you got to find a couple things that you really like that kind of get you going oh. find some music that gets a little pep in your step Mm -hmm. you know find that healthy breakfast that gets you going but doesn't make you feel sluggish yeah yes we actually speaking of food have one last question for you which is 
it's salad dressing week, as I'm sure you know. As I'm sure you know. And so we just want to know, like, what's your favorite salad dressing to put next to your salad? Next to my salad? You mean? Well, yeah, you side. don't put dressing on salads. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this may seem crazy. <laughs> salad dressing week, but I definitely put my dressing all in the salad. In fact, ah! I- Oh God! Oh God! Okay, okay, Quan, Div. Oh, but what? But what would you put next to the salad? What you put on the side? What you put next to the salad? What you put on the side? Um, maybe a piece of bread. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. much. We actually were hoping that you would stick around and play a game with us. Yeah. It's a game that we love called Bandwagon. This is where we ask you about things that you like or dislike. And it's so weird because we like and dislike the same things. It's like you can try it every time and it always works. It's crazy. So okay. like, Naomi, what's your favorite food? Um, carbohydrates. Oh my God, me too. Oh my God, me too. I, I also love Carbohydrates. I love simple. I love complex. I love refined. I love yes, raw. all of them. I love yeah. bread, fruit. I love fruit loops. I love. Mm. I love. You like cereals? Uh, cereals. We're talking pancakes. I love We're yes, talking toasts. Cereal. We're talking noodles. Ooh. Can I get it? Get an amen for noodles. Amen. Amen, sister. Same. Do you have a favorite shape of nude? Favorite shape of nude? I'll take a rotini. I love that corkscrew. <gasps> Me love it. too. It can Me really too. hold the sauce as well. Yeah, it I like spirals it. it and it's like a kid on a slide, but it's going to get murdered. Okay, next round of bandwagon. Your turn. Guilty pleasure. What's your favorite guilty pleasure? I mean, I watch the CW television show, The Flash. <gasps> we love The we Flash. Love the Flash. <laughs> we, we love, love it. it. I love Do how you love he it? moves fast. He goes so fast. He goes so goes, fast. It's like a flash. He's like a flash. We love that show, too. It's also our favorite guilty pleasure. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Isn't like it, that this isn't it works? bandwagon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you do it like with a thing where someone you admire and you want to be friends with, and they say what their favorite thing is, it's you like go, like me too. Oh my it, god. It's just like it's one of those freaky things. And even if you even if you disagree, you just abandon that and you just you jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, and it works. Okay. How about the worst movie you've ever seen? Wow, that is really really hard. Least favorite. Least favorite. I mean, listen. This is a movie that I know is. It's very well regarded. Okay. It's a very, you know, big deal. I watched it in college in film class, but I hate it. Um, Jacques Tati's Playtime. And I, I know that's like kind of a deep that cut. Movie. But it is it. so French and it's, whimsical and nonsense. You know what I hate about it? It is so nonsense and whimsical and French. That's honestly, I hate that it's just so French and whimsical and nonsense. And nonsense. It's like, yes. Speak English and get your shit together. And don't be nonsense. Okay. What is the favorite gift you've ever gotten? Not including your engagement ring. <laughs> your engagement wrong. ring. Ring, yeah. you mean ring? You yeah, ring. Wrong. <laughs> but if you like, then you should have put a wrong on it. Yeah, that's song. Because it rhymes. That song. <laughs> wrong on it. It's an internal rhyme with the word song, which it is one. There's a song about a wrong that you put on. <laughs> You guys should really start your own band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite gift? Favorite gift. 
favorite gift. Oh, that's so hard to say. Two Christmases ago, Jubu got me a soda stream. <gasps> me too. He also got a soda stream. Yeah, my fiance did not get you. He did. He, and we no, loved it. And you know what? It, it is hard to choose a gift, but it was two Christmases ago. Wait, it are was. you seriously telling me that my fiance got you two girls presents? Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? <laughs> what? Favorite, I'm not about y'all anymore. Favorite shirt that you own. <laughs> What's your favorite shirt you own? My Jeff Goldblum t-shirt. I love wearing that shirt when you're out of the room. I slither into your house. I can flat myself down flat as a dime and I get under the door and I go up and I get your shirt and then I jump out the window. I love this bandwagon. It's this so soft. Round of bandwagons. It's good. a really good round of band. Okay. Um, who's like, who's one of your favorite family members? My cousin. Who we're six months apart, so we always, you know, we grew up together. Me too. Me too. We love, we love cousin. her. Him. And the thing about your cousin is that we're six months apart, and so it just feels like we grew up together. Yeah, because like we grew up together because like we were only six months six apart. Six months apart. Now it seems like you're mocking me. We're no, not. We just we have just, the same. We love everything that you say so much. We just want to be a part of it all. So we're just jumping on the bandwagon. We're just jumping on it. Okay, last one. Want to take it, Dev? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about having the name my, Naomi? My <laughs> my favorite thing about having the name Naomi is that it is. Um, they're not a lot of Naomi's, but everyone knows the name, so it's not too crazy. But it's still a little something. Me too. My favorite thing about being named Naomi is that, like, it's not that common of a name, so no. it's like, but everyone when, knows that. Yeah, and it's still something. Thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Having you on the show has been such a pleasure and honestly an honor. We are such huge fans of you and it, everything you do. I You're shaking your head at us, but she, we really mean she, it. Because she loves it. I, I haven't felt this amped since I tore up a picture of Pope John Paul II on Saturday Night Live. Like, I feel so good right now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> You're confusing yourself with Sinead O'Connor. No, I also did that. It was just like, it was just she was, it just was underground. Episode. Yeah, it was the Miley Cyrus Adam Levine episode. It was so good. Yeah, you uh, you got arrested big time, but the big Pope, time. But you they you put showed like, the poor handcuffs on me, and I was like, and you were like, You're just I, making me horny, and you were like, I still have two hands free, <laughs> and that's why I call my feet. Naomi, thank you so thank much you for so coming, much on for coming on the show. Um, So it brings us to our last segment, which is our favorite segment, and it is called Spill It. Um, so this is where we just plug whatever we have going on. Um, so I would love to plug uh, that I will be drowning in the East River to once and for all pr- prove that I am immortal. Yeah. Can't and, sink me. Okay. And I'm going to be coming down with a cold while slowly sipping soup while queuing. I don't feel good. So come on my back. Naomi, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, well, I'm really hoping that my dates don't conflict with yours, you know, so I don't think that's going to happen. But, um, third Tuesday of every month, uh, me and this fiance we mentioned host the show in stereo at Hi Fi Bar in downtown Manhattan, (sighs) typical 169 Avenue A, 8 p.m. free stand up duos. Two comics what? getting up there, same time, talking it out. It's funny. That's so that fun. So great. And his name is Andy Beckerman, but no one should know that because he's just a man. Wow. Men shouldn't have names. I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to. My God. Thank you again for being on the show. Tune in next week where we all get reincarnated. 
This was Mouth Time with Reductress, brought to you by the Sideshow Network. Written by Beth Newell, Sarah Papalardo, Nicole Silverberg, and Anna Dresen. Special thanks to our producer, Maria Spertolosi, and our guest, Naomi Ekperigan. Check out Reductress.com for more, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 